Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Opelie. Good afternoon and welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I am your host, Eric Asher, 106.1 FM Nash Icon on your radio dial. So many ways to catch the program. Check it out on the iHeartRadio app or the TuneIn Radio app, on the World Wide Web at NashFM1061.com or EricAsher.com. And, of course, join us on our social media platforms where, again, our show is posted each and every afternoon. That's right. Uh, we have our uh, podcast and, of course, some um, our TV show is also posted on our social media platforms. Join the conversation. Always great information and uh, opinionated 
on our social media platforms, as we are on this program, at Eric underscore Asher on X, formerly Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show, on Instagram, and now on Threads. Our podcast is everywhere. Anchor, Spotify, our home base, but on all podcasting platforms, search Inside New Orleans Show with Eric Asher. Tomorrow is Thursday. That means, again, the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports will commence at 1 o'clock on WLAE-TV, also live streaming on the WLAE-TV YouTube page. Then here come our rebroadcast, 6 p.m. on LAE on uh, Thursday night, 10 o'clock on the news. That's WLAE-TV 2. Friday night, Pelican Sports Television at 9 o'clock. 10 o'clock on WLAE-TV, Saturday morning at 2 a.m. on the Deuce, Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. Ross Jackson, Locked on Saints podcast, Crested Sports and Saints News will be with us tomorrow. He'll also join us back on the radio show tomorrow afternoon in his normal time slot there. Uh, but, Ross, the last time, as I mentioned yesterday, the last time we had Ross on the program during training camp, we literally broke the Internet. I mean, it was the most watched show on the Internet that we've had since the inception of the show back in 2012. So uh, we're looking to see if that can happen again uh, with Ross. And we get, a, we get a lot of viewers on the Internet as well, but uh, Ross really knocked it out the park. Speaking of knocking out the park, our guest list on, on a Wednesday is uh, knocking out the park. Sean Vazan of Fox 8 Sports will join us at 435 with his update on what's happening with the New Orleans Saints. Uh, Scott Craig, celebrity chef of uh, Katie's, Francesca by Katie's, and Bienvenue on Hickory uh, is our guest in the second hour. And, of course, his great um, restaurants are our title sponsor each and every Wednesday. So, again, uh, get out there and enjoy a fantastic meal at one of the Katie's family of restaurants. Katie's Restaurant in Mid City, 3701 Iberville. Open seven days with, again, a world-famous Sunday brunch. Uh, New Orleans Creole cuisine with so much more. Again, Louisiana Seafood, Gourmet Poor Boys, award-winning pizza from their Brooklyn Stone-style pizza oven. Uh, of course, you can um, uh, check out now the extended hours on a Sunday. Uh, where they're going all the way to 6 p.m. Uh, again, Sunday brunch in the in the morning, mid afternoon, and then into a dinner service. Uh, that are, and of course, with the Saints playing um, on Sunday here in the city, it'd be a great way to, to check it out, right? You'll be getting out about three o'clock, three thirty or so, looking for a place to grab a cocktail or a bite to eat. Head on over to Katie's; they'll be open for you. Of course, uh, today is uh, Wednesday, so Mama Mary's Meatloaf on the menu over at Katie's. Tonight is steak night. That means what? That means a filet, loaded baked potato, vegetables, and then your choice of either Rekha Vodka or Henrik's Gin Martini, all for 30 bucks over at Katie's every single Wednesday for their um, uh, incredible uh, steak night. And then, don't forget, tomorrow night is $13 pizza night over at Katie's. Uh, their award-winning pizza is 13 bucks. Uh, Francesca by Katie's on Harrison Avenue. Man, I tell you what, I've, I've said it before, I'll say it again, the hottest beer, hottest Hottest um, restaurant, in, one of the hottest restaurants in the city today on the menu. Chicken noodle soup with vegetables, fried green tomatoes with ramelade on um, on the side. Uh, Mama Mary's meatloaf with mashed potatoes, gravy, corn, and garlic bread. They are open till 7 p.m. Don't forget about the family meals, incredible sandwiches, St. Louis-style deli with a New Orleans flair, great muffaladas, New Orleans burger, best burgers, award-winning pizza, delicious sides, and, of course, great deli specials for you. 504-266-2511. Remember, you can rent out the entire restaurant for your next event. 515 Harrison Avenue. It's Francesca by Katie's. FrancescaDeli.com is the website. Bienvenue on Hickory is open seven days a week. The Sunday brunch is back. They have now, again, pizza. So world-famous Katie's pizza is being served over at, at, uh, at Bienvenue. Great pasta, fresh fish, or fish. Again, always great deli specials for you. Soup, salad, wraps, 
Temporary Creole Cuisine, Great Southern Dishes. BienvenueHarahan.com is the website. 467 Hickory Avenue is the is the address, and they're open seven days a week for you. 504-305-4792. And don't forget, if you want to have your next event at any of the Katie's Restaurant, S-C-O-T at Katie's in MidCity.com is how you can contact Scott directly. All right, uh, the Saints have put out their depth chart. I want to get into that for a moment. Um, it's the first depth chart of, of the preseason. Uh, and then I want to talk a bit about coyotes <laughs> because I just can't believe what I saw in the news last night. I just, I, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm like flabbergasted, blown away. I literally fell off the easy chair last night. But with that said, let's let, let's jump into um, uh, the Saints and and their depth chart. I'll go through it quickly. I'm only going three deep, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Ma- Michael Thomas is wide receiver one with Rashid, Rashid uh, Shahid behind him. Keith Kirkwood is in the third spot. Trevor Penning um, is the is the starting tackle at Landon Young behind him. Lewis Kidd is coming is on the third team. Andres Pete uh, and James Hurst are, are again in a tie for the um, starting position at the left guard position. Nick Salovey, uh, the the rookie, is uh, is is their, is their backup. Tommy Kramer, who just was brought in, is, is, is running third team. Eric McCoy is the uh, starting center. Max Garcia is backing him up. Alex Filstrom is the third third um, um, uh, center on the roster. Cesar Ruiz is starting at right tackle. Uh, Calvin Throckmorton is backing him up. Mark Evans III is, is, is on the third team. Ryan Ramshack is starting at the at the right tackle position with Storm Norton um, backing him up. They had Coda Martin, but he was cut today. Uh, so, um, again, there's no third-teamer right now on the depth chart there. Uh, Jawan Johnson, Taysom Hill are, again, both considered starters at the uh, at the tight end position with Foster Murrow at the second team, Jimmy Graham going third. I'll go a little bit longer on this one because this is a, a deep uh, position. Jesse James is on the fourth team, and Lucas Crow, the, uh, again, the uh, practice squad player from last year, is, uh, is on the fifth team. Uh, Chris Olave, the starting wide receiver, with Traquan Smith behind him, James Washington behind him, and then Kawan Baker. Uh, Jared Carr, the starter at quarterback, Jameis Winston, the second stringer, and then uh, Jake Hayner coming in at third on the third team. Alvin Kamara, the starting running back, Jamal Williams backing him up. Kendry Miller is, is the third teamer. Kurt Merrick, New Orleanian, is the fourth team uh, uh, running back right now, a guy that's playing also wide receiver. Adam Prentice, your starting fullback. Jake Vargas is your backup. You can only see one of those guys making the team. They brought J.P. Holes back today. Uh, Carl Granderson is your starting uh, right end. Uh, Peyton Turner is the second stringer. And uh, Isaiah Foskey coming in third. He's the second-round pick for the Saints this year. Uh, Kalen Saunders is your starter at defensive tackle with Malcolm Roach backing him up. Uh, Princey Meal right now is the third-teamer. Third Nathan Shepard starting again at the uh, tackle position next to Sanders. Uh, to Saunders, pardon me. Uh, Brian Brzee uh, is the backup there. And Jake Heflin is on the third team currently. Cam Jordan, your starting left defensive end. Tanya Passigno is the second teamer. Nico Lagos, Lagos is the third teamer there. Pete Werner, your starter at will. Uh, Nefi Sewell is backing him up. Ori uh, Afrede, the uh, the uh, undrafted rookie free agent out of. Um, Vanderbilt is the third teamer there. Demario Davis, your starter at middle. Demario Jackson, last year's uh, uh, draft choice, is in the second slot. Ty Summers uh, is in the third team. I'll mention it now. Nick Nick Anderson is on the fourth uh, team as of right now. Zach Bond is your starting Sam linebacker with Ryan Connolly backing him up. I don't feel too comfortable about that position. I just got to tell you right now, Zach Bond and Ryan Connolly uh, does not put the fear of God in me at the Sam position right now. Uh, so, again, hopefully they'll work 
working on that. Paulson and Depot and Alante Taylor are, are again, uh, both on the first team at the left cornerback position with Isaac Ye- Ye- uh, Yadam uh, backing him up. Tony Pride, I'm sorry, Troy Pride backing up uh, on the third team. Marcus Major starting strong safety with Jonathan Abram as the second teamer and JT Gray as the third teamer. Teamer rookie Jordan Howden is bringing up the, uh, the fourth team. Uh, Tyron Matthew, your free safety with Lonnie Johnson Jr. backing him up. Smoke Monday, last year's undrafted free agent um, uh, from Auburn as, as the third teamer. Hugo uh, uh, Amade, who again, I'm a little surprised. I've been hearing a lot of stuff about him in camp. He is the fourth teamer right now. Marshawn Lattimore, your starter at the uh, um, at the right cornerback position with Bradley Roby backing him up. Adrian Fry is the third teamer. And then the punter is, is Gilligan with Henley backing him up. Lutz is the, is the place kicker with Group uh, A backing him up. Zach Wood is your long snapper. Uh, punt returner and kick returner Rashid Shahid uh, has that. So there's your first uh, uh, unofficial depth chart uh, for training camp. Uh, we'll get into that with Sean Vazan in just a few minutes. Uh, but look, I mean, just all, a glance. You know, they still need help on the offensive line. Uh, the, the, again, well, again, I said it yesterday. I'm not at camp. We'll find out against the Texans. We'll find out against against the Chargers um, how good this defensive line really is. Uh, you know, can you live? Can you live with Grandison Turner and Foskey this year uh, opposite Cam Jordan? I mean, can they get it done with him and Passanio? Uh, can Brzee make a difference? We heard good things about Malcolm Roach today. Saunders and Shepherds, are they an upgrade? Or at least, can, can they, again, can they stop the run? I mean, that's going to be the main thing. Can they stop the run? Uh, can DeMarco Jackson step up? How about the same thing with Sewell? I mean, especially with DeMario Davis hurt with a calf injury. And we know that Pete Werner is going to be out at some point. And then again, as I said, I'm just not, I'm just not comfortable with, again, unless they use Zach Bond as a pass rusher and not covering, uh, covering uh, uh, again, backs or tight ends, uh, then that's the only way that's going to work. And, and Ryan Connolly, give me a break. Uh, again, they're strong in the secondary. Uh, good to see Abram again moving into that second spot behind uh, Marcus May. I really think he's got a chance if you put him at the strong safe position up against the line of scrimmage, he can excel. JT Gray, look, you never want to see JT Gray in the defensive backfield, but you want to see him on special teams, right? And then, of course, uh, Lonnie Johnson Jr., who was signed this past year as a vet, uh, is, the, um, uh, is, the, is the backup to Trevor and Matthew. Again, you're starting, um, I would guess that at this point, uh, the starting nickelback um, is uh, is going to be Bradley Roby uh, at this point. I mean, I, I got to believe that they're going to. It's going to be Bradley Roby, or they're going to put Alante Taylor there. One of those two, uh, or, or again, Paulson Adibo, probably Alante Taylor, uh, when it's all said and done. All right, so let's let's jump into a, a, another subject, which is something I've talked about on the program several times. Um, for the most part, as a Jefferson Parish resident, I am satisfied with my parish government. Okay, uh, Cynthia Lee Shang is president. Uh, again, the members of the council. Uh, I think in a, in a lot of cases they get ahead of issues. Uh, you know, again, when you look at quality of life in Jefferson Parish, it's pretty good. Okay, um, but what happened yesterday is mind blowing. There was a West Bank informational uh, meeting on coyotes, the invasion of coyotes in, into our neighborhoods. Tonight it's on the East Bank. Okay, it starts at six o'clock. Um, Jefferson Parish has created an informational video for parish residents on how to learn to coexist with coyotes. I just want that to sink in for a minute. To learn how to coexist with coyotes. What the hell? <laughs> I mean, I know it's hot outside, right? 
Have Jefferson Parish elected officials lost their minds? Seriously, okay? Where's Harry Lee when you need him? That's all I'm saying. First thing came to my mind last night when I'm watching news reports on all the stations. Where's Harry Lee when you need him? Neutrals didn't stand a chance against Harry and his deputies, right? They saved our drainage canals. I mean, come on. Wild pigs are constantly being eradicated in Plaquemines Parish. Uh, the, the, the Plaquemines Parish Sheriff's Department, again, uh, they're not taking no guff from, from, uh, from these wild pigs. They destroy the levees. So, again, they go out and they eradicate them, right? But now we're being told by parish official, officials that we need to, to haze a coyote. Not, not eradicate, not kill, not, 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 uh, not, not, not relocate, okay? But to haze a coyote by shaking a, a plastic bottle or plastic water bottle filled with either coins or rocks to scare them away. Now, wait a minute. Can, can I do that again? Get yourself a water bottle, fill it with rocks, okay, or coins, and you're going to use that by shaking it, okay? Okay, wait, I have mine handy right here. You're going to shake that, okay, to get rid of coyotes, okay? <laughs> Come on. We're being able, we're being told to haze coyotes, okay? Not eradicate them, not, not, not again, move them to another, another part of the country, we live in an urban area. It's not the country. I, I, if I wanted to live in the country, I'd have moved to the country, okay? It's not the desert southwest, not the west. Yes, and I know coyotes are, can, can adapt to living anywhere. And they, but, but remember, they are wild animals. They are wild animals. There's that adapt word, though, okay? Adapt. You know, let me just say this for a second. I mean, I just, you know, just, just common sense here. The bottle-shaking, hazing method might work today. But since now we're going to have to coexist with coyotes in Jefferson Parish, how long until the coyotes figure out that the bottle shaking isn't a threat? Where's the roadrunner when you need him? I mean, seriously. Can, I, can somebody find the roadrunner for me? He knows how to deal with coyotes. We've seen it for years, right? No, the parish claims they don't have the manpower nor the funding to eradicate or relocate the dens of coyotes that are in the parish. Now, as of a couple of weeks ago, uh, the parish council allocated $30,000 to the relocation of the dens of coyotes that, that are now proliferated all over Jefferson Parish on the East Bank and the West Bank. Well, let me say this. That ain't going to fly, baby. <laughs> that ain't going to fly. Okay? I mean, the, the, one of the things they talked about last night, and they'll talk about it on the East Bank tonight, okay, is people have to stop feeding stray animals. Can I just say this right now? I lived in Mid-City. Okay, I lived in Jeff. I lived in Jefferson Parish. Okay, um, uh, this is post Katrina. Uh, since I've lived in in, in Mid City and then now Jefferson Parish, we remember we lived in Jefferson right after the storm as well. You're not going to stop residents from feeding stray cats and stray dogs. It's not going to happen. It's going to continue. They're going to put water out for them. They're going to put food out for them. Again, they, uh, some people feel, again, whether they like the, the cats or the dogs or they don't like the cats or the dogs in their neighborhoods, they're going to feed them because they feel it's humane. Paris residents are not going to stop feeding the birds, okay? They're not going to have, they're going to take their bird feeders down, right? And then the other part of this is government officials cannot expect residents to bring their pets in at night. 
Some pets, again, are outside pets, okay? Now, if it's freezing outside or it's, again, it's really hot outside and you need to bring them in because of the conditions, again, I'm sure that, again, responsible pet owners do that. But there are some pets that are outside pets. You have an outside cat, an outside dog. Heck, I don't know. You might have a porcupine at your house. I don't know. But some pets are, again, outside. So now you're telling us that those pets have to come in at night. You're telling us that, again, that, that, again, that we're not allowed to bring those pets out after dark even to walk them. How's that an, how's that an answer to the intrusion of coyotes in our residential neighborhood? Now, some residents like myself have spent a lot of money on shrubs and foliage, right? You know, you want to make your, your, your property look nice, okay? Now we're being told <laughs> that we need to cut them back because coyotes may hide in them. Hmm, we're doing a lot of stuff to accommodate these coyotes right now, right? Don't you think? Seems to me, that again, the parish officials just don't get it. We, the people of Jefferson Parish, elected you to figure out the tough issues, because that coyote population has been ignored post-Katrina, they're growing in, in numbers. They're now spreading into our urban bedroom communities. And let me say this, ladies and gentlemen, as a, as a resident of Jefferson Parish, it's unacceptable. Okay? It's unacceptable to throw up your hand to tell the public that we need to coexist with coyotes. That, my friends, that uh, Mr. and Miss uh, elected official, will get you voted out of office in the next election cycle. So think about that for a second. Got to figure it out. Okay, again, I did some research on coyotes last night too. I know it's difficult. Okay, you got to, again, allocate more funding to hire more trappers to relocate them. Or again, and I know if this goes against again with everybody's telling us, right, let the JPSO roll. Let them go hunting. Okay, they did it with the Nutras. Plaquemines Paris did it with the wild hogs. We can do it with the coyotes. Okay, uh, go hunting until you, the coyote population is eradicated. Yeah, I know we're not supposed to shoot a coyote because, again, it'll increase their reproductive rate. Okay, but let me say this. If the coyote population in Jefferson Paris isn't dealt with by elected officials, I can promise you this. I can promise you this. A pet owner or a family with young children who feel threatened by the invasion of these coyotes in their suburban neighborhood will take matters into their own hands. It's only a matter of time, ladies and gentlemen. It's only a matter of time. Right now, we haven't heard of anybody, again, shooting a coyote, right? We haven't heard anybody, again, again, uh, again uh, unleashing their firearms in, 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 in a residential Jefferson neighborhood to eradicate a coyote or maybe going after one of their pets or, or a small child. But it's coming. It's coming. If the council doesn't take care of this, if the parish president doesn't take care of this, then the residents will. The residents will. Where's Harry Lee when you need him? That's all I'm asking. Where's Harry Lee when you need him? You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Today's program is brought to you by the Katie's Family of Restaurants, Katie's Restaurant in Mid-City. Francesca by Katie's on Harrison Avenue. Be able to do one, Hickory. All are open right now for you to grab a great bite to eat. Remember, uh, Katie's is open until 9 o'clock tonight. Same with Bienvenue. And, of course, our friends over at Francesca close at 7. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhart. Uh, they don't throw their hands up when your air conditioning goes out. 
Uh, they're, they're not looking to be able to pass the buck. <laughs> they're not telling you to live without air conditioning. No, my friends at Burkhart are experts when it comes to making sure your system is working efficiently and effectively. At Burkhart, they have 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home or business. They have nurse certified technicians doing, again, the extra uh, uh, continuing education to keep them up with the latest when it comes to air conditioning systems. Whether that's an HVAC system for a residential com- customer, uh, an industrial customer, or a commercial customer. doesn't matter. Burkhardt is there for you. Only doing the work that's necessary, getting you up and running. And if you're in the market for a new system, authorized to sell some of the top brands in the industry. It's truly a company you can trust, a company I've trusted for, for three decades. Go with Burkhardt. ACpromise.com. That's ACpromise.com. Sean Fazan of Fox 8 Sports is next. I'm Eric Asher. Don't move. Broadcasting from the Dudley DeBosier Injury Lawyer Studios, official injury lawyers of the New Orleans Saints. Call 444-4444. This report is sponsored by Audible. Boost your imagination with Audible. Listen to the biggest selection of audio entertainment from celeb memoirs to motivation and more. Audiobooks, podcasts, and originals. There's more to imagine when we listen. Sign up for a free trial at audible.com. Good afternoon. Let's check back in with your traffic and see how things are moving out there on your roadway. Well, as we make our way Elysian Fields Avenue at Leon C. Simon Boulevard, watch out for an accident. Also, as we travel Crescent City Connection going eastbound between Whitney Avenue and Earhart Boulevard, well, be mindful of stop and go delays in that area. Also, we have an accident. Interstate 59 going northbound at US 11. But of course, I'll keep you up to date with the latest traffic. I'm Jones from the New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Service Traffic Center. Traffic is brought to you by DA Exterminating. Proud to be locally owned and serving over 60 years. Don't let this happen to your largest investment. Call DA Exterminating now. We're ready and waiting to protect your home from potential disaster called termites. Call DA now or visit us on the web at daexterminating.com. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Oppoly. Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue. Open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportspeed is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportspeed is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportspeed Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can handle. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. 
Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Don't forget about my friends over at Southern Tire, family-owned and operated by the Piazza family since 1972. 51 years of taking care of New Orleans vehicles. Look, if your vehicle's out of warranty, why you, why you keep going back to dealership? You're throwing money away, okay? You just are. Okay, at, at Southern Tire, they got the same diagnostic equipment you got at the dealership. At Southern Tire, they got the same ASC certified technicians you get at the dealership. And you don't get those dealership sticker shock prices. At Southern Tire, they have the largest selection of tires in the metropolitan area. Wheels and tires with 30 inches. And yes, once again, some of those top brands are on sale right now. Southern Tire is, is uh, also, can, you can finance those, uh, those tires over time. Uh, and, of course, at Southern Tire, uh, they can also take care of your damaged rims, repair those, or a new set of rims. They got your cover. Uh, Hickory and Airline in Metairie open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3. 504-737-1558 is the phone number. SouthernTire.com is the website. I bring my vehicle to Southern Tire. I trust Southern Tire with my vehicle. You can as well. Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline in Metairie, owned by the Piazza family since 1972. All right, joining us in the program now, Sean Vazan of Fox 8 Sports. And I'm sure that, again, that, he, uh, that he's not being overrun in Plaquemines Parish by Coyotes like we are in, in Jefferson. But if they were... I know the Plaquemines Parish Sheriff's Department would take care of that. Sean, how you doing, brother? I'm doing all right, avoiding the coyotes, no doubt about it. No. But I think we're, we got it under control, uh, uh, Plaquemines. Uh, Plaquemines, y'all got it under control. That's what I'm saying. Where's Harry Lee when you need him, okay? <laughs> in, in Jefferson, we have to coexist with coyotes. You know, I got, I got, you got you. wild pigs in Plaquemines. They take care of them, baby. Nutri in Jefferson Parish, we knocking them out, okay? But we got to stick around. We got we to coexist with coyotes. Best of luck to you, my friend. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to need every bit of it. Hey, you too. Hey, you're out at Saints Camp. That's not that far from, uh, from again, the, the, yeah. the, tra- the, the train tracks and everything. You better watch yourself when you go to that car at night. You know, you never know a coyote might come up on you. I'll, be, I'll, I'll keep my head on a swivel there to make sure I'm all good. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All right, Sean, let's get into it. First depth chart came out, unofficial depth chart. Any, any uh, surprises to you? I, I thought it was pretty telling because usually unofficial depth chart is, is exactly that. I don't really usually pay too much attention to it or put too much stock into it, but I thought there were three legitimate developments. I thought the fact that uh, James Hurst was listed as a left guard and not behind Andrews people but in that James Hurst or Andrews Pete in that first slot was certainly interesting because, A, it goes to show you that they're considering James Hurst to, to, to battle with Andrews Pete, and, B, uh, there was no either-or at the left tackle spot. It was solely Trevor Penning in that first spot. So I thought that was certainly a significant development. And uh, on the other side of the ball, defensive end, there was no or next to Carl Granderson. It was just Carl Granderson in, the, uh, in that first-team slot over Peyton Turner. And if you watch that battle throughout camp, they've, they've gotten – so they've they've both had a pretty good camps, but I think uh, they got that one right, or at least uh, 
early on. I think Granison has been a little more consistent and well-rounded. And then, of course, they use the or uh, word between Alante Taylor and uh, Paulson Adipo. So, right. yeah, those three three things really jumped out uh, when I walked, when I looked at the first depth chart of the Saints. Like I said before, I usually don't put a whole lot of stock in it, but uh, right. I thought that was certainly telling. All right, let me ask this first question. Alante Taylor, Bradley Roby. Let's say Alante Taylor does not win the uh, the battle with uh, Paulson and Diva for the cornerback position. Who is your nickel? I, right now, I think it's still Bradley Roby. I just think right now he is a little more seasoned at that spot. Alante hasn't really trained much at that spot other than a couple OTA practices and a few reps here and there in training camp. But for the most part, he's been working on the outside. Roby's got significant experience both inside and outside. So right now, I think the coaches would trust Bradley Roby a little bit more in that spot because it's become such a significant, you know, part of your defense now to have that inside corner that and it's it's different rules, it's different levers, it's different it's different things you got to worry about when you're playing on the inside as opposed to the outside and you have the boundary uh next to you. So, yes. Um yeah, I I right now I would I would think it would be Bradley Roby being the first one up inside at nickel. Jonathan Abram is running second team behind Marcus May. Has he impressed you in, in, in practice? Absolutely not. He has not. Um, he really hasn't done anything. So he's been a disappointment. He's been one of the ones that I, I kind of felt like, man, it's time to step up. I had him on my initial roster projection. Mm-hmm. Um, right. He was, but I, since then he has not been. I just haven't seen him do much. And I, I don't, you know, we don't have access to the coach's copy of the All-22, but at least uh, in my eyes, what I've been able to see uh, live in front of me, it just hasn't seemed like uh, 24 has been has popped very much. So, mm-hmm. and look, he's a veteran. He's a guy that's it's going to have to, you know, there's a tie between he or a, or a young guy up and coming, you know, or right. if he's not like where how? a young guy is, right. they're, 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 they usually go with the younger guy. So I, there's still some time left, but I, I think he's he's been someone that's, as a, you know, let's call it slightly past midway through camp, He's going to have to step it up because I'm not sure his, his spot's guaranteed. Right. Well, I mean, look, JT Gray's not going anywhere. He's he's going to, he's on your special teams, right? And then you yep. drafted Jordan Howden, and they like mm-hmm. him. So if again Abram uh, doesn't step up, you're going to keep you're going to keep Howden over Abram. I mean, because again the of the of the draft investment. So we'll see how that plays out. Zach Bond, Ryan Connolly at, at the same position. When I look at that, it, it just screams, "We need help." Well, I, I thought D.A. put it best. Uh, now, you talk about Sam, which is a position that's not right. on the field a whole lot, although we, we see it quite a bit in practice. Uh, the Saints working out of that base personnel against, the obviously, base offensive personnel. And Bond has been that guy. He's been all right against the run. In fact, better than all right. I think he's popped a few times uh, against the run with first and second team rush at that Sam position. But, you know, D.A. said it best. Today, he said, I'm looking for a guy, an off-the-ball linebacker behind Demario and Pete, and I haven't found him yet, and that's what this camp's about. So that you throw Zach Bond in that mix, you throw DeMarco mm-hmm. Jackson in mix, right. um, Nephi Sewell so, in that mix. Uh, you know they they brought Anthony Barr in for a visit; he didn't sign, so clearly they're looking, and I th- I think they're still going to keep looking. Um, but that's still very much a work in progress that position group because you're dealing with something you never dealt with. That's an injury to Demario Davis with the you know the calf strain right. or whatever it is. Um, so it, it really is kind of opening their eyes and say, okay. Somebody's got to step up here, and I'm not sure D.A. has found that player. Yeah, I think DeMarco has certainly had a few moments throughout camp, a few flashy moments. Now, 
Um, for him to say that, perhaps there's something on film that's not quite showing up consistency-wise. And Nefi Sewell has had his moments as well. I don't, I don't want to discount him. Uh, he's significantly smaller than a couple of the other guys. But uh, I, I think it, that's still very much a work in progress, and it's something this team needs to figure out. Kareem Hunt, Anthony Barr come in yesterday. Neither sign a contract. Um, uh, again, both, it sounds like both guys were looking for a, a little more money than the Saints were willing to be able to come up with. Saints got about $9 million in the cap right now uh, to be able to uh, upgrade the roster. Um, did that surprise you? Uh, it, it, it surprised me that they took the visit and then the, you know, the, the heavy hitters that report you know, signings. Um, use the word expected to sign and kind of cover their bases mm-hmm. a little bit. I, I, I don't do that. I don't like that expected to sign. Either you signed or you didn't. I, I, other than that, I don't know. I don't really, I don't really get to that sort of gray area there. And then all of a sudden, um, it pivoted back to where both guys left town without contracts. Yeah. So something clearly happened. I know there was that report that, you know, Indianapolis offered more money or more guaranteed right. money to, 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 to Kareem Hunt, but there was just a report that came out about an hour ago that he left Indy without a contract. So who huh. knows? Who knows? Well, and I'm, Anthony Barr's situation, I don't know what's happening with that either. But that did surprise me a little bit. Uh, what do you think about Barr? I mean, to, to me, Hunt, look, you know, if Kurt Merrick is healthy, you probably, again, could, could live without without Hunt. And I want to get into Merritt in a second. Uh, but but what do you think about Barr? Look, nice career at Minnesota. Played, yeah. uh, I think, 12 games for Dallas last year. He's a veteran player. He's a guy that you could plug and play if you needed to in a pinch. He, he seemed to be a guy that might be able to solve that issue uh, when, it, when it comes to the linebacker position. Yeah, and this is just my purely speculation here, but maybe he wants a starting opportunity. I don't know that he's going to get the starting right. opportunity, at least right away, here in New Orleans. It's DeMario and Pete. Uh, DA said as much. Today, um, but you know that first guy off the bench gets a lot of playing time. Look at you know Caden uh, Ellis a season ago, and and frankly, I think the the play of Caden Ellis has really set the bar for whoever that player ends up being very high. And I think that's in the coaches' heads right now, and they they, they want to find someone that's, that's equal to or, or at least near Caden Ellis type of uh, performance. And maybe Anthony Barr can be that guy, but maybe he you know uh, sees a different opportunity or a better opportunity elsewhere. That's the way it goes when you're a veteran. And you're in mm-hmm. this part of the calendar, and you have a little bit more leverage in terms of what you can pick, and you know who you can, you know, pick out the best situations because obviously injuries dictate, you know, certain situations in other places. So, um, yeah, I think that's something to really watch going forward. I thought of the two, that was the one that excited me the most. Bar, me too, uh, coming to town, but he left town out of contract. So I guess, as they say, it is what it is. Sean, um, Demarco Jackson, last year's uh, draft pick out of App State, he was, you know. Um... A lot of people thought he was going to come in and, and be able to make the team. He got injured. Uh, he's more of a Mike linebacker, it seems. But let me ask the question. Dude. Is he a guy that gets maybe come, slide into the Sam, or has he really just been playing the middle? Yeah, he's, he's not a Sam. Uh, I think they've envisioned him as an off-the-ball linebacker. He's not. He, he's made some plays in coverage that's certainly encouraging, and that, that'll get you on the field in third-down situations. Because if you're a backer, on third down, you're either covering or you're blitzing. It's just it's just that simple. So you got to be able to do one or the other. Uh, so I think he's made some decent plays in that regard. But to have Da come out and say that today, it leads me to believe that perhaps he's not quite there yet uh, in the run fit game. I guess we'll we'll see. But I don't I don't see him as a Sam. Um, I don't think the, the coaches have really used him much as a Sam. I have to go back and check my notes to see if he's, he's if he's had any reps there. But um, I think he's got some potential off the ball. Uh, playing the mic of the will, but um, 
I guess we'll have to wait and see. I think I think a good preseason could really help DeMarco and really could help the organization, you know, calm some of the fears they have at that position. Right. Now let's talk about Kurt Merrick. I, I talked about him the other day. You look at the measurables. He looks, I mean, again, the measurables are Debo Samuel, right? I mean, again, uh, he's, you know, same size, same weight, uh, body type, etc. Got a lot of the same skill set. A guy that's a, that's a receiver, but a, but a running back at the same time. A guy that can uh, that can be utilized in, in in both positions. Obviously, he's not Debo Samuel. Okay, he's an undrafted free agent trying to make the team. But how do you uh, how do you see his future in the NFL? Is it is it utilizing that? Is it you'd be utilized in, in, in that type of a situation like they do with the Samuel, the running and and and, uh, and, and pass receiving? Uh, is he good enough that if ultimately uh, they do not sign a veteran, that he could be the third uh, uh, running back on this team uh, behind Miller and, and also Jamal Williams? I think he's had a little bit of an up-and-down camp. I think he had a, a good practice a couple days ago, but I haven't seen quite as many flash plays. But to be fair, you know he was playing more receiver last year, so he was able to pop a lot more because if you catch a long ball, that sticks out more than – you know, a running play where you might have a nice game, but, you know, you're not bringing him to the ground, so you don't really know. Um, he didn't sound straight up said he's a running back right now. But when you have that skill set of being able to play both, certainly they value that versatility. Again, another good preseason, much like last year, could really hurt, help uh, Kirk Merritt solidify his spot because there's a legitimate opening for those first three weeks of the season for a guy that can catch the ball out of the backfield. And he certainly has that skill set. So, um like to see him do a little bit more in the practices here, but I do believe a player like him can really help himself with a good preseason. Surprised that the starters are going to be playing uh, against Kansas City? Uh, it, it did catch me off guard a little bit, but now that I'm reading reports from other teams and other places, it certainly sounds like that's the trend right now in the NFL is to treat that first preseason game as the most important. And, uh, you know, I, I've noticed a couple teams that are certainly committed to that as well um i'm excited about it get a chance to see um you know Derek carr and 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 the rest of the starters and hopefully uh you know translate what we've seen on a practice field into a game like setting i wouldn't expect more than i don't know 10 12 15 snaps one drive maybe two at the most but i i think you know you gotta you gotta play you have to get on the field and play you got a new quarterback you know there's there's some new skill guys I, i i like the idea of getting some uh, repetition, some reps in the preseason. It wasn't that long ago, Eric, where you played a drive or a quarter yep. in the first preseason game. You played a half in the second preseason game. And you came out and you played a half plus, you know, half the third quarter in the third preseason mm-hmm. game. That is all but gone now. So yep. it's good to see some of these guys getting on the field in the preseason. But but it has been it has been replaced by again the controlled practices with other teams and and that's why again the next three weeks are the biggest when it comes to the to again this team and who's going to make the team who's not positions etc because you are getting a chance to see your starters against Kansas City and then again your practice against Los Angeles in in Los Angeles the Chargers in Los Angeles next week and then you're coming back to, to to practice against Houston here in New Orleans the following week and that's where the rubber's going to hit the road and where you find out what kind of team you got. Thousand percent, Eric. I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, I think the Sunday game against Kansas City, through the joint practices against Houston, that's going to be a, a that's the next big stretch for this for this team. Because right now, I, I think this team needs some fresh data points here. Because I think you're starting to get the feeling that each side knows each other's tendencies, and they've been hitting each other for the last you know 12, 13 practices, whatever it's been. It's time to hit somebody else, and I think it's certainly good to gauge yourself against. You know, some quality opponents, Kansas City being one, 
Chargers being another. I mean, look, and Houston's another team that, you know, who knows how good or bad they can be, but it is another team. So I think this team needs some fresh data here on their guys. And, you know, I know they're evaluating right now, but at some point I think you take into account the fact they've been going up against each other for the last, I don't know, three weeks. So I think it's time to, you know, this next stretch, when they get in the preseason sort of mode, I think it's going to be a very telling sign of where this team is uh, and probably give them some fresh eyes when it comes to their evaluation on certain players. Because it always yeah. happens. Some, some guy that maybe is not quite there against each other, while all of a sudden against another team, he pops or the reverse happens. So I think, I think it's the next, this, next big, big, this next stretch of, say, you know, 10 days, whatever it's going to be, uh, I think it's a big stretch for the Saints. I'm going to get back to the Saints in a moment. I've got to ask you, LSU 5th in the nation, uh, Tulane 23rd in the nation, in the first coaches poll, your thoughts? Completely fair. Completely inbounds. Neither overrated or underrated. They're right where they need to be, given their, uh, who they have returning, the conferences they play in, the schedules that they have, the coaches that they have, um, where their roster currently stands. I think they're right where they need to be. I thought Tulane would come in in the 20s, and I thought – LSU will be somewhere between you know five and seven, five or eight, five and eight. So uh, I like where both schools are. Do you find it a little bit crazy of what's going on right now with uh, with uh, conference re- realignment? I mean, again, the, the, the disintegration of the Pac-12, possibly again uh, uh, several pla- like Cal and maybe Stanford moving into the ACC. Uh, you look at again the, uh, uh, the 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 teams from the Pac-12 that have moved to the Big 12 or the Big 10. And, and, and then, you, again, you, you say, okay, maybe it works in football, but it doesn't work with the other sports, uh, the, 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 the travel, everything else that's going on, the, the, the cost of travel. It just doesn't this, doesn't, this seems a little bit crazy to me. What are your thoughts? Wake me up when it's over because it just feels like every day there's a new development, there's a new team right. having a new discussion, a new Board of Regents meeting, uh, emergency meeting, you know, at this school to, to discuss this, discuss that. But of all the, the stupidity I've heard, Pacific Coast teams complaining in the ACC is absolutely, <laughs> utterly, completely ridiculous. But ridiculous. Um, it, it, that's the state of college football or college sports right now. I, I have no idea this is a good or a bad thing. I just think it's getting to the point of ridiculous right now. Um, so wake me up when it's over. And then, yeah. you know, when it is over, let's just have a nice little, like, bullet point presentation to let us know who's where so we can all keep up with the new conference realignment. I mean, it might work for football. It's not going to work for the other sports, though. Just not. It's not. I mean, you just you can't have basketball teams traveling again uh, right. by coastal every you know during during the week when they, when it's supposed to be again. It's still a, a school, right? I mean, it's still right. supposed to you know get a degree at some point. Final question for you. Jeff had a big article yesterday in the in the Picayune about again the Saints moving training camp possibly next year. Again, he talked about soft tissue injury. That kind of was downplayed by Dennis Allen today, and I downplayed it on my program yesterday. You know, Arizona uh, trains in the in the desert. The Texans train training in Houston. Heat and humidity in Houston. Uh, the Jags, Bucks, and Dolphins all train in the heat and humidity uh, of Florida. And oh, by the way, Houston and Florida have hurricanes too. Um, if the Saints want to take their, their their training camp elsewhere, I got no issue with it. But don't blame the soft tissue injuries on being in New Orleans because we got high school teams that that, that practice in the heat since June, the college teams that are practicing in the heat in the Deep South, and some of those don't have the bubbles to go into. What are your thoughts on on, on Jeff's article? And then look, the reason why Jeff put this out is somebody in the organization leaked this to him. That's why he went with it. So again, there's some validity to it. But what are your thoughts? You've been out there every day in the heat. What's your thoughts? Well, let me just say, for the record, the hottest training camp I've ever covered. I, I, I didn't cover Millsaps. I was told that right. was insanely hot. But this is, without question, the hottest training camp I've ever covered. We're just not getting those those afternoon showers that we normally would get. I, mean, I remember recall last year, B. 
being a, being annoyed with the constant rain. It's total opposite this year, but I guess that's neither here nor there. But um, look, I think it's happening, Eric. <clears throat> excuse me, I think it's happening. I think at some point they're going to relocate. Uh, you know, DA after Saturday's practice when Eno Benjamin popped his Achilles, uh, there was right. definitely a different look of concern on his face. And you know, I, I, I was talking to my photographer Edwin Goog, and he says, "I guarantee you, they move uh, next year." Uh, or have a different, you know, training camp location next year. I was like, yeah, I think that's going to be a strong possibility. And then, obviously, Jeff had his report. Um, what's funny is I asked Dennis Allen today, I said, are, are the soft tissue injuries up or down mm-hmm. than, than normal? He said they're actually down this year than normal. But the heat is certainly something that they have to monitor. Um, I just expect it to happen, Eric. I don't know if it's good or if it's bad. I don't know what the reason or the rationale they're going to use, but – I just think at least in 2024, and I know there's talk of a renovation that could you know, spill over right. into training camp that might force the issue, but I think at least in 2024 there's going to be, this is just my opinion, um, a, a different training camp location for this thing. And, and I have no problem with that, but they still have to come back to New Orleans. They're still going to have to be here in August. I mean, they still got to come get act, reacclimated to the heat down here because they're going to practice down here. Good training camp's a month long, and then you got to come back home. <laughs> yep, they do. Uh, and I'm sure those details will be ironed out when the time is right. Um, it was interesting that to have the topic come up to that. And we're in the trenches of training camp 2023, but it was so obvious uh, that 2024, given the report and given the, the state of you know uh, the extreme temperatures here, I, don't, I can't recall ever discussing the, the next year's training camp uh, at a press conference after the 12th practice of training camp. But it was very valid today, and it was a very you know uh, I guess newsworthy discussion. But Mm-hmm. A lot of time between now and then, but I, as it stands right now, I, I think there's a very, very strong chance training camp is elsewhere in 2024. Always appreciate your time, my friend. Tell, tell everybody again about your award-winning blog, what will be an award-winning podcast, all the great programming over at Fox 8. Oh, by the way, you got a football game this weekend. We do. It's on Fox 8. Check us out. I'll be there <laughs> uh, on Fox 8, uh, Saints Chiefs at noon. Um, Tonight, training camp game plan at 10.35. Tomorrow, the final bet at 10.35. And then um, check out our podcast, the Fox 8 Overtime Podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. The numbers have gone up, so we appreciate that. And then my blog, uh, the I Prefer the Review blog on fox8live.com and the Final Play app. And, of course, follow me on Twitter at Sean Vazan, Fox 8. Hey, Sean, are you going to be in uh, California next week? I will. I will be there. Beautiful. Sounds good. Thanks for your time, as always, my friend. Uh, have a safe trip to Cali. Thanks, bud. There you go. Sean Vazan of Fox 8 Sports. I'm Eric Asher. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhart. Yes, it is hot. It is unprecedented, the, the temperatures we're dealing with right now in the Deep South, especially in New Orleans, where, we, as Sean said, we're used to an, an afternoon shower, right? We're not getting those. And it looks like it's going to be that way maybe for another week, maybe two weeks, based on what, what they're telling us on the um, on, on, on all the different stations when it comes to weather. You need to have your AC working. If your AC is not blowing cold air, if you need help, call my friends at Burkhardt. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call for they come to your home. They are coming there with the intention to fix your system, to get it up and running. For some reason, they can't get it up and running, and you're in the, in the market for a new uh, air conditioning system. They are authorized to sell some of the top brands like Amana. But let me tell you something, ladies and gentlemen. They will not gouge you, not cheat you. They're going to do everything in their power to get you up and running, get to, to, to repair what's wrong with your air conditioning system. They are the 
experts. Truly a company you can trust. It's Burkhardt. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. I've trusted Burkhardt for 30 years. You can as well. That's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. acpromise.com. You're listening to Inside New Orleans, brought to you by Katie's Restaurant in the City. Francesca by Katie's on Harrison Avenue. Bienvenue on Hickory. My name is Eric Asher. We'll be right back. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Apple. Dave Miet Insurance is a full-service, independent insurance agency since 1958, offering auto, home, life, health, business, and commercial policies, serving the East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and River Parishes. Dave Miet Insurance is your one-stop insurance specialist. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMietInsAgency.com. Hi, Eric Asher here with my good friend Mike Delahousse of the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say, Eric? Hey, Mike, you know what my prescription medication and the TikTok Cafe have in common? What's that? They cause drowsiness, dizziness, nausea, cramps, diarrhea, blurred vision, muscle aches, gas, heartburn, upset stomach, constipation, weight changes, decreased sex drive, impudence, dry mouth, ringing in the ears, depression. Oh, yeah, and suicidal thoughts. It's the TikTok Cafe. Causeway I-10 in Metairie. Are you looking to add more ground clearance or enjoy new terrains? Or you want to improve the ride quality and hauling capacity of your car, truck, or SUV? Then Southern Tire has the answer. We are your lift and leveling kit experts. If you enjoy going off-road, Southern Tire has the lift kit for your vehicle. Our suspension lift kits will increase ground clearance and the performance of your vehicle. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhardt to be there quick get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhardt to treat you with respect to help you save with a fair price and do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhardt always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhardt. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. At Granger, we're for the ones who pay attention to every little detail. The ones who fuss, tinker, and sweat the small stuff. Because you know the tiniest thing can make the biggest difference when it comes to keeping business moving. We get it. We're the same way. Offering access to product experts to help you quickly and easily find what you need. So whatever your industry, you know you're always getting professional-grade products. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This report is sponsored by Staples Stores. Staples has great prices on everything you need for back to school. Right now, a 24-pack of Crayola crayons and marble comp books are just 50 cents each. Pricing may vary in-store and online. NZ26, comp books in-store only. School on, save on at Staples. Good afternoon. Well, as we make our way, Crescent City Connection going eastbound between Terry Parkway and making our way towards Earhart Boulevard. Be mindful of stop-and-go delays affecting that area. And driving through Gentilly, 10 going eastbound between 610 Franklin Ave and moving towards Dalman 
Diamond Road. Watch out for heavy delays in that area. Now, making our way through Nicholson, 59 northbound at US 11. Watch out for a crash causing stop and go delays if you're coming from Honey Island Swamp. I'll keep you up to date with the latest traffic. I'm Jones. Welcome back. I want to thank Sean Vazan of Fox 8 Sports for joining us on the program. If you missed any of our first hour, check us out on the podcast. That'll be up shortly after the program ends today. Uh, our program today is brought to you by the Katie's Family of Restaurants. Katie's Restaurant in Mid-City, where tonight is steak night. That's right, filet, loaded baked potato, vegetables, uh, Henrik's Gin or Regal Vodka Martini, 30 bucks, And, of course, Mama Mary's Meatloaf at all locations of uh, Katie's, Francesca by Katie's, and Bienvenue on Hickory. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Hungry? Head out to a, uh, one of the Katie's Family of Restaurants for a meal tonight. We'll be right back after these messages. Don't move. 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Opelie. Hey, Eric, welcome to the newly renovated TikTok. Come on in. Quick, close the door, Mike. You're letting the flies out. All right, don't start that again. Hey, look, we've been back operating almost two months now. Yeah, and your sign just says, sorry, we're back open. Stop. Come on. So what do you think about the new paint job and the repaved parking lot? I think you can put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a... All right, enough is enough. The TikTok Cafe open 24-7 at the intersection of Causeway and I-10 in Metairie. For the man who tells it like it is. You want a bitch? He's got him. You want information? He's got it. You want a host who is New Orleans? You found him. Eric Asher. And Inside New Orleans.
We're gonna be here all day. We're gonna be here all day, baby. I like this kind of party. I like this kind of party, baby. Two of Inside New Orleans, Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock, 4 to 6 weekdays right here on 106.1 FM Nash Icon on your radio dial. Don't forget, plenty of ways to catch our program now, right? iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app, digital platforms that we utilize. And, of course, you can uh, it's a free download for your smartphone or tablet. So many things you can do with those particular apps. And then, of course, old school. That's right. Uh, how about um, World Wide Web? You, uh, NashFM1061.com and also EricAsher.com. Check out our program is, uh, on, uh, on all those um, uh, platforms. Also, uh, our social media platforms are at Eric underscore Asher on X, formerly Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram, and now on Threads. And, of course, our podcast is everywhere. Anchor Spotify is our home base on all podcasting platforms. Hey, this week on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports, Ross, Ross Jackson is going to join us on the program. Locked on Saints podcast, Saints uh, news, and also CrestedSports.com. Uh, that is tomorrow at 1 o'clock with our live broadcast. And then here come the rebroadcast for you. 6 p.m. on LAE on Thursday night, 10 o'clock on the Deuce at WLA-TV2. Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television at Statewide, 10 o'clock on LAE. That's all. And, of course, then Saturday morning on 2 a.m. on The Deuce and 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television every Saturday afternoon. We're also live streaming on the WLATV YouTube page every Thursday at 1. Uh, and our program can be found on the WLATV YouTube page as well as ericasher.com. Ross Jackson joins me tomorrow on the program. I want to thank uh, Sean Vazana of Fox 8 Sports for his time today. You're about four minutes away from uh, Scott Craig, celebrity chef uh, of Katie's. Let me tell you a little bit about my good friends over at Katie's. First of all, you know that Katie's is now open Sunday night from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. The first uh, kind of uh, big weekend for this. Saints are playing on Sunday. They're, all their preseason games will be on Sunday now uh, for this party, for this season. Um, and then um, after it ends, what, 3, 4 o'clock or so, where are you going? You're going to Katie's, man. Okay, because, yeah, Katie's is still open. You get a cocktail, uh, have, again, a great meal. They'll be open till 6 o'clock. Uh, remember, every Thursday night is $13 pizza night. That's award-winning pizza for $13. Bucks. You cannot beat that. Tonight on the menu, 8-ounce filet, vegetables, a fully loaded baked potato, Rega Vaca, Hendrix Gin Martini, $30. Bucks. Uh, redfish Nola, which is a fantastic dish, ladies and gentlemen. Seafood ravioli, seafood cream sauce, uh, marinara and eggplant uh, with that dish tonight. Jumbo soft-shell crab soft, uh, well, with a uh, seafood cream, uh, cream penne. Uh, and then uh, boudin stuffed pork loin. Heard Scott talking about that the other day when he's on our program, right? Uh, with mashed potatoes, vegetables, and gravy. All part of the menu tonight uh, at uh, Katie's Restaurant in Mid-City. Um, and uh, we remind everybody over at Francesca, uh, you can... Um, uh, you can have a, uh, uh, you can have the Mama Mary's meatloaf. They're open till seven. 
Uh, also on the menu, they have um, chicken noodle soup with vegetables, fried green tomatoes with ramelade on the side. Uh, and, of course, the Mamarias meatloaf comes with mashed potatoes, gravy, corn, and garlic bread. You can't beat that. Don't forget about the family meals over at Francesca by Katie's. And, of course, Bienvenue on Hickory. Now their Sunday brunch is back. So, again, you have the Sunday brunch there. They're also now, uh, again, they're, they got a pizza oven. So, you know, they're doing uh, Katie-style pizza. Uh, over at uh, Francesca. Oh, I'm sorry, over at Bienvenue. We already know about Francesca. They've, they've already got award-winning pizza uh, over at uh, Francesca by Katie. So all three restaurants are open. Um, Francesca until 7, and then, of course, dinner at either Bienvenue or Katie's tonight. All right. Um, let's, uh, let's bring on our guest, celebrity chef Scott Craig. Uh, of course, of Katie's, also Francesca Katie's, Bienvenue on Hickory. Uh, again, you can catch him on the best of Food Network's Diners, Drivers, and Dives. Remember, always uh, Katie's rated number one re- neighborhood restaurant by Gambit New Orleans Magazine. New Orleans Magazine and Scott's coming up with some really great things for Katie's. They've got, they got the new building going up now. There's going to be a smokehouse in there. It's going to be an oyster bar. Uh, you know, Katie's is uh, uh, constantly, again, up, upgrading uh, uh, the, uh, the facility. Now, again, if you haven't been there in a long time, the second floor is available for you to dine in or, or, to, or to have your next event. Uh, they, they redid the, 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 the dining room downstairs where it's a little bit more open. Uh, so a lot more space for you to go to Katie's to enjoy a meal. And you can always see Scott there with his smiling face. Scotty, how are you, buddy? Uh, just talking to Eric with my smiling face. I, I, I had two customers in the restaurants today that said, hey, so you're Scott? Love listening to you with Eric. <laughs> it's always <laughs> nice, man. Uh, I appreciate nice you, brother. You know that. We, we yeah. always have a good time. We enjoy it. And, again, I, I think it's good radio as well. I, I really is. And, and I always like to start off talking a little bit about the restaurants and, and, what you, and some of the things you got going for us. Uh, uh, you know, I'm excited about the expansion of Katie's in, in, into, the, into the new building, which is, which is going up as we speak. Uh, but, again, you're still, again, tinkering and doing all different things to be able to uh, make the dining experience at Katie's something that people remember. And this is the big weekend, right? You're open till 6. Saints fans are getting out of the dome about yeah. 3, 3.30, they can swing on over to Katie's. Yeah, it would be really cool to see some people show up. Um, you know, we've been doing the, change, the, the the new hours for about a month now, and um, we're having trouble getting the word out that we're really open between 4 and 6. <laughs> you know, it slows down about that time, just like it always has, and and I'm hoping that people will, uh, will come see us after the Saints game this Sunday. It'll be fun. Yeah. It's a natural. I mean, again, you, you're gonna, you know, one way or the other, you're gonna, you're gonna be hungry. You wanna have maybe a cocktail or two. Why not stop at Katie's on the way back? Uh, and of course, it's something that again, it could become a tradition after Saints games. With with Katie's now open till six o'clock on a Sunday. Menu wise, what you got going for us this weekend? Uh, you know, tonight we've got steak night. Tomorrow night we've got pizza night. Uh, we've got lane snapper. We've got uh, tuna. We've got trout. And we've got redfish. We've got four different types of fish all weekend. Uh, we're doing the same as fried ribs again. I'm probably going to do my crab meat beignets again this weekend. That was a big hit. Customers saying, can I get yes. about like 30 of those? <laughs> <laughs> they were good, man. And um, uh, we're doing a bunch of different things with oysters. And i got to tell you, man, I've just been dealing with employees all day. So, I mean, I hadn't been right. thinking about food today. So. Got you. I need like um, people, like really good people that want to work. <laughs> That'd <right>. be great. <laughs> Bring them over. 
<laughs> like yeah, the, bring the them rest home. of the country needs. <laughs> if you want to have a, a fun job, because Katie's just fun. Yeah, no, it is. You know? Yeah. And you treat your employees right. People have an opportunity to be able to move up within the organization. You've always done that, Scott. You train them. Uh, they have the opportunity to move up within your organization, or they end up with another, with another with another restaurant group. It's something you've always done since you got into this business. Absolutely, man. I mean, we treat them like family. It doesn't always work because most of them abuse you, and you know, just take <laughs> advantage of it. But the great ones stick with you and and right. realize what they've got. So, yep, no doubt, um, no doubt. Anyway. Uh, Francesca, yeah. anything you'd like to give us an update on what's going on with Francesca? I mean, we had the meatloaf today. Uh, mm -hmm. We also had the meatloaf at Katie's, and I had a couple of texts. Because I was at the deli today, and a bunch of people were at Katie's. It just always seems like that. Man. Like, if I'm at one place, people are going to the other. and uh, But they were telling me how great the meatloaf was. And uh, I'm going to be out most of the day tomorrow because I'm, uh, my godfather passed away. And oh, I've got to go to his funeral. Yeah. You know my friend Amy, Eric? Um, yes, I do. Mm -hmm. Her dad passed oh, away. I'm sorry. So, so sorry. Yeah. It, it's just, you know, tomorrow's going to be a tough day. No. But um, he made this world better for all of us. There you go. Um, That's all you can ask for in a life. Yep. Yep. Leave it better than you found it. Yep. No doubt. It's such a, you know, that's been said for so long, but it's true. It's true. You know? no, if that's what you can do in your life, if that, if that is the one thing that you get out of your life, that you left this place a better place, okay, because of your existence here, uh, in whatever way you're going to do it, business, uh, again, whether it's social, whether, again, raising a family the right, what, whatever you've done you know, in your life to be able to make this a better place for, for, for again, the next generation, that's, how, that's what we should all be striving to do. Yeah, man. I mean, you know, like I always say, when I, when I give speeches and talks to kids, I mean, life mm -hmm. is about being a successful person, and way too many people equate that with financial success, but although True. that's part of it, it is. but life is about being a successful person and giving back to your community, and that's the way we should all live our lives, and if we do that, you will leave this world having made it a better place. Yep, I would definitely agree. And yep. uh, again, uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, look... Uh, that's all you can ask for, right? I mean, in, in a life, it, it, again, that you've made this a better place and that, again, you've done your due diligence to, again, whether it's raising your family, your business, whatever it is, um, you know, be, making this earth a better place when you when you when you, when we leave it. And hopefully for, for you and I, Scott, that's not going to be for a long time. No, shouldn't be. Yeah. We're, we're doing all the right things. So far. So far. Yeah. I'm trying. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I quit partying sure. like a rock star about 20 years ago. Yeah, it me sure too. Feels a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> well, a, like I told my son uh, about partying, like rock star, uh, you know what? There's an expiration date on that. You might not see it now, but there's an expiration date on that. <laughs> there is an expiration date on that. You are correct. <laughs> there definitely is. No doubt. Yeah. Hey, Scotty, let, let, let's jump into it. Um, and we'll, we'll bring. We'll talk for those that are waiting on Bienvenue. We'll talk about Bienvenue when we come back from our first break. Um, Saints getting ready to go in their first preseason game. The, the, the first um, uh, depth chart came out. Uh, not not a lot of uh, of um, question marks, but 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 a few. 
Um, but again, we'll find out this weekend, really again, uh, with, with uh, the, the game against Kansas City with the starters playing. And then next week, going out to Los Angeles, practicing against the Chargers for a couple days, and then playing them, and then coming back to New Orleans, practicing against Houston for a couple days, and then playing them, what this team is all about. What are you going to be looking for over the next three weeks? Praying to God that they don't have any more injuries. (laughs) There you go. You know, I was just telling Rudy during the break, um, he said, you excited about the game Sunday? And I'm like, "Mm, not really, because... This team is so prone to injuries that I just don't want us to lose any more players. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know how they let Barr get out of the building because they don't have any linebackers. I mean, right now you've got Pete Werner and and you've got uh, Zach Vaughn, who's questionable as to whether he's even a linebacker, to, 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 whether he can even play the position anyway. Right. And, Sam. We know he can know, rush Davis, the passer, but can he play the Sam? You know, but Davis is now hurt, you know, mm-hmm. which we never saw. Never. So quad injuries don't go away easily, uh, or calf injuries. That's a um, calf, yeah, that's a calf. But you're right, they don't go away easily. I just don't see how this team has let them themselves become so thin at linebacker. And you and I were talking about this way back in the offseason, man. It was one of the upgrades they needed to make, right? I mean, right, but they didn't need them because they, they used more safeties, right? Well, I hope you got a lot of safeties because you don't have any linebackers now. Right. Yeah, no, it's, it, it's, a, it's a tough spot. It is definitely it's a, a tough, spot. tough spot. Um, and, and Barr um, didn't sign yesterday, and I thought he might be a guy that could really help them. Okay, he's a veteran, played yep. a lot of years in this league. You know, again, yep. I'm not sure what he's got left in the tank, uh, but he played fairly well for Dallas in the 12 games he played last year. Yeah. I mean, we needed it. I don't know how they let him get out of the building. I mean, that's a player that fits our scheme. It fits this team. And I guess yep. they didn't see it that way. You know, I'm not worried about uh, about Hunt getting out because mm-hmm. Hunt knew he was only going to come here and probably spell Camaro for three games unless we right. have injuries. But, okay. uh, you know, we already lost Benjamin. Um mm-hmm. Uh, Meredith's hurt right lose. now. He can, he, he's probably your third back, right, as things stand, with, yeah. uh, minus Alvin Kamara. You know, so, I mean, I, I'm not really upset about not signing him, but losing out on Barr, you better get some linebackers, man. Or you better hope that that D-line plays at an all-pro level, all of them. That, that, that is a great hope. point, Scott. And, and i got some questions. I want, I want to look. I want to see what Carl Grandison and Peyton Turner are doing against against other teams, yeah. okay? Yeah. Uh, I, I want to see if Saunders and Shepard are either an upgrade or, again, that it's status quo from what we saw when this defensive line played well last year against the run, okay? Uh, we know what Cam Jordan is. We know what Passigno is. Uh, I'd like to see if Brzee is going to be an impact player this year. You know, most they're telling us that Foskey will not be. Maybe Foskey's a game gamer. He might be a guy that plays well in the games, maybe not in practice. So I think we'll get a chance to see all that this week. But you're right. Defensive line has got to be stout. I've heard Foskey at practice is not very good. So that's a big concern because you're counting on both of these guys. Uh Parisi and, and uh, Fosky to play. And, you know, if not, you're counting on Peyton Turner, who hasn't ever played a half a season, 
And I'm concerned, man. I mean, I, I'm I'm thinking this was a 12-win team, and now you're losing mm-hmm. players at key positions, you know, and this early? I mean, coaching staff's got to be looking at themselves like, man, what are we going to do? they got to get some players. Well, and about nine million to spend. Huh? Right, they got about nine million to spend. Okay, if they want to spend it now, there are a couple players that they're going to have to get. They have to re up before the end of the season, so they don't have to eat all the dead money. If they if they are planning to keep those players, they they got to get them under contract. But there's money to be spent, and I've been talking about it now for quite a few weeks. You know, to backfill that 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 uh, that linebacker position, backfill that that offensive line position, which they've tried to do. Right, Turner gets hurt. That's unfortunate, uh, and and then um, also to me. Uh, backfilling again the, the the linebacker position. Those are the three positions, and maybe wide receiver, depending on how healthy they are, Scott. So there's at least four positions I think they need veteran help. And I'm not talking about guys that have just come in and, you know, they're going to sit. I'm talking about guys that can push the guys in front of them for playing time. Eric, you know, like two weeks ago, we were talking, and my biggest concern was, hey, man, we need to get one more wide receiver. One more wide right. receiver. One more. And since then... We we need to get now. We need I, I, I've forgotten about wide receivers because mm-hmm. we need offensive linemen. We need linebackers. You know, it, it's and, and maybe defensive line, depending on how these guys put up, 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 kind of how they play against how they play against Houston and, and the Chargers. We'll, we'll, I think will be the tail of the tape. I think the coaching staff are looking at that hard to see. Okay. Can these guys compete for 17 games in the regular season? Can they do it at a high level? And if not, that's where we may see the influx of some veterans coming in, maybe in between uh, uh, the Chargers in Houston or just after Houston. Remember, there's, there's only one cut down this year. Okay, one, one cut down. Right. I don't know, man. They got a lot of work to do, and uh, they got to get some players in camp. And I just hope that, that there are no injuries Sunday. <laughs> it's, right, yeah, right. I mean, right. especially two play, starters, right? I mean, you uh, the, you want to see those starters on the field. The you want to see them play, but you surely don't want to get injured in a preseason game. No, you shouldn't get injured in a preseason game. But you're also not supposed to get injured in 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 your underwear. You know, and right. And we lost Trey Turner in his underwear. Yes. I mean, and then you know they put on shells. And we lose the linebacker, and now we've got all these soft tissue injuries. It's just, what's going on? Yeah. Well, we talked about the soft tissue injuries at the end of last year. Yeah, I know. For both the Saints and the Pels, and they got to figure it out. Now, I don't know if... You know, moving training camp is the answer. <laughs> as, as I, as I, you know, I, I sketched it out for everybody this week. I mean, Louisiana high school kids are playing in this heat. They're practicing this heat. College games are all playing, are practicing this heat. Uh, it comes down to, again, being in shape, right? Uh, and then get, being a little bit lucky also. I get it. If they have an indoor practice facility, they can utilize that. If they want to get out the climate for, for a season or so next year, i got no issue with it. Uh, but they still got to come back to New Orleans in August. they still got to get acclimated. There's no difference. I mean, the only difference is, again, they're not, in the, they're not again, toughening up in, during the summertime here in New Orleans. What are your thoughts about possibly moving training camp out the city? I think they have to because they, they can't possibly be getting any good work in. I mean, come on, man. It's... It's 115 degrees, you know, and it's just so, you know, I honestly, they probably should have moved inside 
earlier than they did. Um, I definitely think they need to get out of here. But, you know, and I, I think DA said today, you know, it's not about where you, where you have camp. It's about how you prepare at camp. And, you know, the seven and nine seasons at the Greenbrier, I mean, go back to the Greenbrier. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, they've got. Well, that, 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 that was, come on, that, you know what that was about. That was all about, again, Miss West Virginia and Sean being close. I mean, that's, now, and, well, and it was a country club atmosphere, and it, was, it, was a, it didn't turn out very well for the Saints. No, and that's a shame. That, that just says more about Sean Payton. Kudos in Denver. You know, <laughs> I mean. Yeah, best God, of luck. Bless. Yeah. So. I just, we'll see. Look, I, again, I have no issue with it for, 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 for a season or so. Okay, but I mean, you know, Sean mentioned it earlier today when I had him on the program. Sean was in a Fox 8 Sports. Last year it was rain. This year it's heat. It is what it is. You've got an indoor practice facility. Now, if they're going to do renovations on the facility and the, and the cafeteria, okay, and then they need to leave for a season, I have no problem with it. But, I mean, again, not, not that this is a huge economic impact from the Saints being here in New Orleans during training camp like we thought it was going to be. It's not like that. There's only so many practices that are open, right? It's not like, again, oh, all the restaurants are getting filled because, again, the Saints are practicing in New Orleans. It's not like that, okay? No. But uh, there's something to be said about, again, getting away, uh, being sequestered away from your friends and family, and, and coming together as a football team, which, again, a lot of yeah. teams have done. Uh, they don't do it as much now. Uh, a lot of teams practice in, the, in, the, in, their, in their home state or their home, or, or domicile in their, in their facility like the Saints are doing, like we see you know, most of the teams out there. But if you want to do it every now and then, I have no issue with it. I really don't. Uh, but there is a you know, again, they don't have to be in the heat if they don't want to. They could go into, yeah. into the indoor facility. Um, Steph and I went out to California, I don't know, I guess it was 19 maybe, and right. uh, we went to Oxnard. We were in the area, so I drove to Oxnard. Yes where the Cowboys practice. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's just a hotel, and they, they've, they've set it up behind the hotel where they practice. And um, it's pretty cool, you know? Well, you remember uh, when the Saints first, when the Saints were, were you know, when, 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 was, when the first couple training camps, I think they were in California, right? And then they moved to Vero Beach uh, for a while. Um, then they came back to Louisiana, uh, so I'm trying to think, um, was the, I know they were in Mississippi for a while. So, I mean, they, they've been, and then Minnesota and lacrosse for a while, right? I mean, so they, they, they have moved their training camps in the history of, uh, of the organization. Where were they practicing so, when they won the Super Bowl? Here. Here, yeah. Here. Yeah. 2009, they practiced here. But the problem is, yeah, that's Eric, the first thing I thought about. They won the Super Bowl here when they practiced here. It didn't bother them then. I mean, you know, it's it's hot every summer. Yes, but this summer, man, it's it, 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 it's unprecedented, Scotty. They they said it on, yeah. on the, the the guy from the weather service, National Weather Service, said it yesterday, and I said it I said it yesterday as well. No one alive has ever experienced these type of temperatures in the in, 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 in the summer in New Orleans. Ever. No. Nobody no. that's alive. So let's say you're, you're going to be 100 years old, and we haven't had these kind of temperatures. I don't remember in my lifetime of having three consecutive days of 100 degrees in New Orleans. Do you? No. Uh-uh. We, we'd have one every once in a while. Right. You know, but... We flirt we with 98, 99, but we don't, not over 100. 
And yeah, that's just the, the temperature. That's not the feels like temperature. Oh, I know. It's. Yeah, this. I mean, it's you oppressive. Can't no, and I, and I get it, and that's why I feel for the look at your look at your high school kids over at Brother Martin. They've been practicing since June. Okay, I see these kids at Rumble when I pass. Okay, they're out there practicing. We yeah. know Tulane LSU's doing it. And LSU's got a bubble, right? So LSU go in the bubble. I think Tulane went in the dome yesterday. Okay, they had to go in the dome yesterday because they had to get out of the heat. Um, I mean, think about you know, that. So, Tulane has to move to the Superdome to get out of the heat. To get out of the heat, yeah. Now, again, now they, you saw what they did. I want to talk about that when we come back from break. They've already started the renovations, right? They've upgraded their their their, their facility. The, the um, they've upgraded the the locker room. Uh, you know, again, they're 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 looking at possibly building that that bubble or that practice facility that's going to be next. So again, they're moving forward on upgrading their facilities. But yeah, right now they got to go to the dome and they got to go to the Saints camp to practice if they want to get out of the heat. It's amazing that um, one winning season makes some right. changes. <laughs> <laughs> Which just should have been happening a long time ago, right, Scotty? Yeah, it should I mean, have. Especially, look, and I'm not trying to, I'm, look, I'm, let me just say this. The deep pockets that the alumni have for Tulane, okay, right. there should be no reason why they shouldn't have top facilities in the American Athletic Conference. Am I right or wrong? I mean, come on. Uh, look, I totally agree. I mean, you know, and, you know, they probably have guys from Tulane that own construction companies. I mean, come on. <laughs> sure. I mean, look, there's just the money that comes out of the Northeast from folks that are going, you know, these snowbirds that come to Tulane to, to go to school. Okay, and right. they go back to the Northeast. Not to mention, again, you know, prominent people in this city that graduated from Tulane that have done very well for themselves. Right? I mean, this should yeah, not be an issue. NIL and, and, and facilities should not be an issue for Tulane. Uh, now people are paying attention because it looks like they're putting an emphasis on athletics. So hopefully within the next five years, we're going to see a transformation at Tulane. Yeah. Scotty's not one of those grads. He couldn't go to Tulane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, I went to Tulane. I went to the UC. And hung yeah. Up eight. You know, I, I, I played ball in the quad. Uh, you know, I, right. I used to go to Tulane Stadium. I'd hang out over, over at, at, at the old Fogelman. So I went to Tulane. I used to go to school. Yeah. Right. I used to hang out with the Tulane girls, you know, and you know when I was hanging out, uh, coming up in uptown at the bars up Tulane. But I, I never went to school there. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I did the same thing. I hung around. I know you did. I know you did. I hung around Tulane. <laughs> <laughs> I know you did. But man, so when I me the boot, the, the, the boot was one of our, our stops every every day. I mean, God, we look, we we had it down, you know. We're, we're drinking with Lincoln, quarter, uh, you know, ten cent beer, quarter beer, whatever it is, you know, wherever the right. spots where we were there. Right back in the day, I I don't know how we I don't know how we got uh, got the class the next morning, and most of us we didn't. didn't. <laughs> okay, most of us didn't, <laughs> but it was fun back in the day. Yes, it was. You know, and then no doubt. you know when I was at UNO. We'd go to Southeastern and Nichols to party. <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Southeastern. When was it? When was oh. the Thursday night at Southeastern? Was it? I think it was Thursday nights, right? I think so. I can't remember. Oh, my gosh. These are, I mean, it's funny. I can't remember yesterday. I can't remember you know, a, a phone number, but I can remember it like it was yesterday. <laughs> no doubt. 
Yeah. Hey, Scotty, but- let me grab a break. We got Jack and River yeah. Ridge holding. So let me let me get back on schedule here. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. Celebrity Chef Scott Craig is with us. His restaurants, Francesca by Katie's on Harrison Avenue, serving Mama Mary's meatloaf, uh, family meals, and an incredible menu for you. Uh, Bienvenue on Hickory, now serving Katie's Pizza. That's right. Uh, Katie's recipe for pizza being sold now over at, uh, at uh, Bienvenue on Hickory. Uh, great uh, seafood for you. A fantastic menu. And, of course, Katie's now open to 6 o'clock every Sunday. Four, again, uh, Sunday brunch. Morphing into, again, a dinner service. Saints fans, you're going to the, the, the game on Sunday, looking for a place to get a bite to eat or a cocktail. Stop at Katie's every Sunday. They're open till 6. Uh, and, of course, you're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Don't forget about my friends with Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. If you're in the market for a generator for your home or business, call Burkhardt. They are the experts. Generac generators in stock right now at Burkhardt's Warehouse in Mandeville. And, of course, uh, technicians that, that, again, know what their business. That, again, the... The um, generator team at Burkhardt are experts when it comes to planning, permits, inspections. Uh, they do it all for you. At Burkhardt, they offer, again, they'll install that, that generator for you. They have emergency service. They also, again, have maintenance service for you. They have a warehouse fully stocked with all the parts you need and a Generac gener- generator with your name on it right now at their warehouse in Mandeville. Never worry about the power going out in your home or your business again. Uh, Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Uh, and generator sales and service, they will they will help you uh, by, by, by again pr- putting that generator in the proper spot uh, and making sure again that you know how to operate that with their new install quality check after one month. You can finance that generator over time if you'd like. And of course, at Burkhart, again, uh, they, uh, they 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 have the attention to detail to make sure that again you're taken care of like family. Remember, increase your property value. Have that peace of mind of knowing that your 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 power will never go out uh, with a Generac generator from Burkhart. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Today's program brought to you by the Katie's Family of Restaurants. I'm Eric Asher. Scott Craig is with us. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Ken Trahan. The Three Tailgaters Show is a Saturday morning tradition on 1061 Nash Icon. Tune in every Saturday morning from 10 a.m. to noon with my partner Ed Daniels of WGNO and WNOL to join me to talk sports with you every single week with your calls as well. The Three Tailgaters Show, Saturday mornings, 10 a.m. to noon on 1061 Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by Macy's. Join Macy's and their nonprofit partners to help address the youth mental health crisis this school year. Now through September 14th, donate online or in store to the Jed Foundation and the National Alliance on Mental Illness. Give back and learn more at Macy's.com slash purpose. All right, let's check back with your traffic and see how things are moving. We'll watch out for an accident in Legion Fields Avenue at St. Claude Ave. Also, working with an earlier crash, Magazine Street at 9th Street. Also, as we travel Crescent City Connection going eastbound between Terry Parkway and making our way towards Earhart Boulevard, watch out for stop-and-go traffic causing heavy delays in that area. Also, we have stop-and-go traffic as we move 10 eastbound from the 1090 split, Claiborne Flyover, and making our way down towards Orleans Ave. I'll keep you up to date with the latest traffic. I'm Jones. Traffic is brought to you by DA Exterminating, proud to be locally owned and serving over 60 years. Don't let this happen to your largest investment. Call DA Exterminating now. Ready and waiting to protect your home from potential disaster called termites. Call DA now or visit us on the web at daexterminating.com. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat. 
others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue. Open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soup, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportspeed is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportspeed is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportspeed Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. Hi, Eric Asher, once again talking about my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. This is the time of year where you want to feel comfortable, and Burkhart wants you and your family to be safe. That's why they asked me to talk about Generac Automatic Standby Generators. When the power goes out, a Generac generator from Burkhart will keep the lights on, your refrigerator on, air conditioning. It's all up and running instantly. So next time the storm hits, don't be left in the dark. Talk to Burkhart about a Generac generator. Visit acpromise.com, that's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. Get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. Today's program is brought to you by my good friends over the Katie's Family of Restaurants. Katie's Restaurant in Mid-City. Now open till 6 o'clock every Sunday. Tonight is steak night. That means uh, filet. 8-ounce filet. Florida baked potato, vegetables. Uh, Rekha Vodka, Hendrix, Hendrix Martini. Uh, all 30 bucks. And then, of course, tomorrow night is $13 pizza night. Uh, all at Katie's Restaurant in Mid-City. <laughs> Francesca by Katie's on Harrison Avenue. Bienvenue on Hickory. All open, ready for you to get a great meal. Hey, Scotty, let's bring on Jack. Jack at River Ridge is with us. Love you, Chef Scott Craig, our guest. Hey, Jack, how are you, bud? Good afternoon, guys. How you doing? Hey, Jack. Hey, um, look, I want to talk about college football, but i got to ask sure. you a question. Uh, uh, Trey, Trey Turner. Um, I, I was looking. I was looking at it online. But he had a nice little start with with Carolina for the first three or four years. True. But then every year since then, he's been with a different team. Do y'all think the injury? Did he just become injury prone? Is that why he's moved around from team to team? You know, I, I was thinking the same thing, and I want Scott to answer it as well. I, I think he's become quite. Uh, I think the injuries had something to do with it. Uh, he was a five-time Pro Bowler, right? And then he goes to the Chargers, has a, has a, doesn't have the success he had with um, 
uh, with with Carolina and then bounces around with with a couple other teams. Washington was one of them. Uh, and just as, you know, his, his I don't know if it's his play is disintegrated, maybe it was the injuries, but he's not the same player. But with that said, he was pushing Pete here. Okay, until until the quad injury, and just unfortunate because um, they're, they're they're still searching right now for somebody to help them at that guard position. Scotty, what are your thoughts on um, on Trey Turner? Yeah, it was injuries for Trey. Because um, you you know Trey's family, you know Trey well, don't you? I not well, but I do know Trey. Um, I I know that he was excited about coming back to New Orleans and and settling in here and. I'm just super disappointed that that he got injured because I think he was going to really help this team. Me too. Being home in a comfortable situation, and um, I, that was just a big loss to me, man. Um, it, it just shocked me that, you know, he gets hurt in underwear uh, second day he's here. I mean, this team, I, it's, and a quad injury, man. I mean, come on, Trey Turner, he's built like he's he's built like a brick, you know what house, man. Right. I mean, the guys, he, he looks and, like and a torn and a torn quad, not, not a strain, yeah, a, a torn, torn quad. quad. That's yeah, going to be tough to recover from. Yep. And I just feel bad for him because you know I think he was in a good spot here. Yep. Me too. Man. Really yeah, disappointing. But, uh, but they certainly needed him. But but guys, um, look, we're all about the same age. What's right. happened to college football, I believe, is really sad. And I, I know, Scott, Scott you're, you're always busting on the NFL, but really, I think that, I think college football is worse. Uh, you know, for, for the, for the Pac-12 to die, yep. and, and all, and all of the, all of the robberies that we've seen over the last 20, 25 years just end because of greed. I, I just, and, and look, as a Tulane fan, Tulane's athletic department is is in as good a place as it's been since I've been alive, but mm-hmm. they don't have a place in this landscape. Like the, the best thing that could happen to them, and I don't think it's possible, is for them to become Vanderbilt at the bottom of the SEC, where, where they're just cannon fodder for the other universities. I mean, I, 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 I guess there'll be a point where they stop adding teams to these other conferences, and at that point, the rest of the teams will break off. I'm looking forward to that. I, uh, you know, because they're not really playing for a championship. You know, teams like Tulane. Right. Well, it'd be interesting to see again what happens with the group of five or group of six. Okay, when when the dust settles here, uh, the other part of it is, and I've said this all, I've said this for the last couple of weeks. Do not count Tulane out if they continue to put money into their athletic programs uh, of being again a possible um, a member of the American. Uh, I'm sorry, of the Atlantic ACC. Atlantic Coast Conference, the ACC. ACC. I think that yeah. is a natural. Big 12 looks like, again, they're trying to move more west than, 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 than east. So I don't know if the Big 12 is a possibility. I definitely think, again, the ACC is a possibility down the line here as, as teams try to get to maybe an 18 or 20-team conference. Scott? Yeah, it's, I agree with Jack. It's disgusting. Um, you know, college sports have now become professional sports. And we've seen what direction the greed has led the NFL in. Um, I um, I don't know, man. You know, it's like Rudy asking me when you know if I was excited about the Saints preseason game Sunday, and I'm like, not really. 
I mean, you know, I, I, Eric, you know this, and it, it's well known that, you know, after the Saints-Rams playoff game, oh, yeah. I really lost a lot of interest. And, you know, I, I haven't lost that interest in college football yet. Um, I'm very excited about Tulane and LSU. I'm really excited for those opening games. But what's happening to college football is all greed, man. And, I mean, you're talking about teams from the east having to go all the way west and teams from the west having to go all the way east. I mean, the travel, I mean, it's just it's crazy that traditional college football has been destroyed as we knew it. Yep. And it happened overnight, man. Yeah. It's amazing. I mean, there's no more Pac-10. Right. I mean, you know, all those great rivalries are gone. They're gone. All of them. Gone. You know, I, I will say that a lot of these great rivals, rivalries, if they've called them, you know, they, they weren't that great anymore. Yeah, but, um, but they were they were good for the fan bases, man. I mean, look, there was a time back here in New Orleans when Tulane LSU, people used to get excited about that, oh, man. Yeah, that was man. all year long, man. People back and forth. In Washington, uh, the end, Washington, uh, uh, Washington State, you know, Oregon, Oregon State, those are uh, dead now. That's not happening anymore. No. What about, you know, what about Oklahoma State, Oklahoma? What are, you know? Yeah. But, yeah, it's disappointing. And, you know, there was even a time where Tulane won three out of four from LSU. You know? Uh, in the late 70s, early 80s, Tulane beat LSU three out of four. You know? It hadn't happened since, but, you know. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, man, I had to throw that in there. So. <laughs> But Oklahoma used to play Nebraska every Thanksgiving weekend. Yep. Now, that used yep. to be a great game. That's been sure gone for a while. Gone. So. Yeah, they were great gone. games. But they and the SEC is going to change too, guys. Okay, as they expand this conference, you're not going to be, again, some of those rivalries that you're expected to see every year, you're not going to see them anymore. LSU might not play Ole Miss every year now, you know. They might not play Mississippi State. Maybe, again, Alabama, they're only playing them once every every few years. So, again, some of those some of those rivalries are going to go, go away in the SEC as well. Georgia, Florida, is that going to stick around? I mean, you know, all that's questionable now. It's just going to be, it's going to be a giant NFL with four big conferences, and everybody's going to play everybody. But honestly, I really think there needs to be a group of five championship and a power five championship. That, that's, a, that's, a, that's a great idea, Scott, because so, I don't so, know if there's going to be a place for the group of five or group of six when, 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 when this thing shakes out with 20-team conferences. Yeah, it's crazy. And, you know, I think so. there's a chance for a team like Tulane to actually win a national championship. Because as it is right now, I mean, they can they can build the Taj Mahal there, but it's going to be tough for Tulane to win a, a national championship the way it's set now. I mean, it's, yep. just, it's a small school. There's 8,000 students. Right. How many schools with 8,000 students have won a national championship in, in the Power Five? How many? Uh, or in, I, in, I mean, think about it. You know, it just it makes it – it kind of gives it an even playing field for teams mm-hmm. like Tulane. And, you know, and for that matter, Vanderbilt, they don't belong in the SEC. They're only there right. for the money. Right. They should be in a no conference doubt. with Tulane. You know? Well, I mean, again, you would think that the ACC would be a perfect fit for both Vanderbilt and Tulane, considering the academics, no doubt. Jack, thanks for the phone call, buddy. Appreciate it, as always. Scotty, I've got about four minutes left. It's all yours. Where, where would you like to go? You know, um, the way the ACC is being set up, I mean, you know, it's going to be a softer conference. It, it will be. You start seeing 
Clemson and Florida State and Miami and maybe Notre Dame or whatever, which would be my pick to go to the SEC. Because mm-hmm. I'd mm-hmm. like to see Notre Dame have to compete in the SEC every year. That would be fun to watch. I think they're, um, they're, they're more destined for the, for the Big 18, i got to be honest with you, than the SEC. But I no, think yeah. your point is valid when you talk about Clemson, Florida State, and Miami possibly being, again, members of the SEC. Yeah, I mean, it's and then so that'll soften the ACC to open it up to teams like Tulane and mm-hmm. I mean Tulane could compete with North Carolina, sure they can, can in all sports. North Carolina State, Duke, right? You know, you know. I mean, it's not that hard to put a basketball team together, okay? Especially if you're in a conference that again that emphasizes basketball. Right. And look You're what right. Tulane's doing right now. But Tulane came in with the bronze, came in LeBron, got the bronze medal in the World Games, uh, representing the United States, uh, and and uh, they had they they look like a pretty good team coming back to New Orleans. Yeah, which one? The basketball. Yep, basketball. Yep. Well, they've got a heck of a coach. Yep, they I mean, sure I do. Told, I said this when they hired you did. Hunter. I said it on this show, Eric. Mm-hmm. That was you knew him from from his time of playing against UNO. Yeah, that was the best coach they could have possibly hired, and they were lucky to get him. I saw, I, I watched him coach in the Sun Belt Tournament Championship, right. not against UNO, but okay. at UNO. And I'm telling you, Tulane's in a really good place. They're in a heck of a lot better place than LSU's in right now. You know, Ron Hunter is a fit for LSU. I mean, this man's mm-hmm. a good basketball coach, an oh, incredible recruiter, and a better person. Because I've gotten to know him because he comes in the deli a lot. Um, he and his wife are wonderful people, and Tulane's very lucky to have him. It's like the University of New Orleans is so lucky to have Coach Mark Schlesinger. Right. I mean, he puts together a program with limited, and I mean limited facilities, with limited you know, uh, uh, funds. And Mark fights every year, I know, because he's one of my best friends, and I talk to him almost every day. He is right. battling to compete, and uh, you know it, it. You know what bumps me out a little bit. It's the best team he's ever had coming back, and then you got Cheetah Will Wade and and, and, <laughs> and Blake Charles. Right. So you know that Will Wade's nice. doing whatever he can do to get. You know, <laughs> I know he's already to get got back a to a major, a major, pro, a major program, right? Yeah, so he's going to cheat his way back into the Power Five. But, um, you know, and it's going to be tough for slats because it's going to be tough to compete against those kind of players. <clears throat> but I'm telling you, Mark Slessons has got one of the best point guards in America. Jordan Johnson. Can't wait to see it. This guy yep. can play. And uh, he, he won the uh, award for um, – he, he, he averaged 48.6 from three-point mm-hmm. last year. Forty-eight point six percent. That's pretty solid for a three-point shooter. Pretty solid. And the guy can play, he can handle the ball, and he can run that team. And UNO is going to be a team to be dealt with this year. They'll and go basketball out season is right around the corner as well. Scotty, yeah. as always, man. Thanks so Thank much you, for everything. Appreciate right, you, bro. Man. Hope y'all have a great weekend, folks. Don't forget, uh, uh, Katie's open till six o'clock on Sunday after the Saints game. Make that a stop. Yep. Come see us. Appreciate see you, brother. You. 
Right. There you go. Scotty Craig, I'm Eric Asher. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhart, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. Come home tonight from work. AC's not blowing cold air. It's not working. You're upset. You're trying to find a, a company. Call my friends at Burkhart. They have after-hour service for you. Also, again, Nate Certified Technicians, 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home, only doing the work that's necessary, and they will never gouge you, teach you. Uh, again, uh, I've trusted Burkhart for 30 years. You can trust them as well. Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. Just remember, acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Today's program brought to you by the Katie's Family of Restaurants, Katie's Restaurant in the City. Francesca by Katie's on Harrison Avenue, Bienvenue on Hickory, all open, ready for you to come in and grab a great bite to eat. My name is Eric Asher. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. We'll be right back. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Ottawa. Eric Ash here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. Mike, I was craving the best breakfast in town. Thank you, Eric. Yeah, but they were closed, so I'm back here at the TikTok Cafe instead. You know, that's not nice. Come on, man. You know we aim to please. You gotta get a better aim, pal. Stop. You know we never close, huh? Well, neither does the morgue, so what's your point? Ah, you're unbelievable. You know, you gotta admit, we've got the best prices in town. Gluten-free? I think you're missing the point, bud. The TikTok Cafe in the heart of Metairie at Causeway and I-10 are better known as the intersection of diabetes and high cholesterol. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Miata Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency, so we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMeatInsAgency.com. Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. Whether it is your personal vehicle or a fleet account, at Southern Tire, we treat your vehicle like our own. At Southern Tire, we have all the latest diagnostic equipment and ASE certified technicians the dealerships have without the dealership prices. Hickory and Airline in Metairie open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. When you've been injured in a crash, you've been through a lot. Demand different. Demand Dudley DeBosier. Demand the team who handles the heavy lifting. Demand the team who treats you like you're part of the team. Demand the team who never stops fighting. Demand that your team is Dudley DeBosier. Call us today. The call is free. That's the Dudley DeBosier difference. Call 504-444-4444. That's 504 504- 444-4444. Chad Dudley, New Orleans, LA 2314839. 
This report is sponsored by Macy's. Join Macy's and their nonprofit partners to help address the youth mental health crisis this school year. Now through September 14th, donate online or in store to the Jed Foundation and the National Alliance on Mental Illness. Give back and learn more at Macy's.com slash purpose. All right, let's check back with your traffic and see how things are moving. We'll watch out for an accident at Legion Fields Avenue at St. Claude Ave. Also, working with an earlier crash, Magazine Street at 9th Street. Also, as we travel Crescent City Connection going eastbound between Terry Parkway and making our way towards Earhart Boulevard, watch out for stop-and-go traffic causing heavy delays in that area. Also, we have stop-and-go traffic as we move 10 eastbound from the 1090 split, Claiborne flyover, and making our way down towards Orleans Ave. I'll keep you up to date with the latest traffic. I'm Jones. All right, folks, that's it for me. Thanks so much for tuning in. I want to thank celebrity chef Scott Craig for joining us on the program. Also, Sean Wazana, Fox 8 Sports. I want to thank, again, all of our great sponsors sponsor our program. Go to ericasher.com for a slash of the sponsor to sponsor our program. Click on the icon of your favorite sponsor. Take it right to their website. Everything you know about those sponsors right there at ericasher.com. Thanks for your support of our sponsors. We appreciate our sponsors supporting our program. Uh, and, of course, our friends at Katie's. Katie's Restaurant in the City. Francesca by Katie's on Harrison Avenue. Bienvenue on Hickory all over tonight. Uh, remember, Francesca closes at 7, but uh, the other two restaurants are open till 9. Go out and get yourself a great meal at one of the Katie's family of restaurants. All right. Coming up next is All Access with Ken Trahan. Marlon Favorite is his guest. I'm Eric Asher. Have a wonderful evening. See you tomorrow, 1 o'clock on TV with Ross Jackson. Back on the radio with our regular group at 4 o'clock. My name is, uh, again, uh, have a great evening from the dog catch to the governor. Oh, got to go. <laughs>